The following podcast is a discussion between two experts in their fields of beauty and not meant to be taken as medical advice. Be sure to consult with your doctor if you have any medical inquiries. Hi, this is Dr. Neil Shaw, and you're listening to Masters of Beauty. So today's episode is about anything you were afraid to ask about male enhancement. These are questions that were submitted by listeners just like you. I'm going to be joined today by Jonathan, who works with me in the office and is an amazing injector of male anatomy. He's been working with this as well as myself for the last several years, really trying to enhance and change men's lives with these types of injections. So without further ado, here's our episode. Listener note, there might be some sensitive content here. So if you have young listeners or people who are not comfortable with uh, us talking about male anatomy and uh, I said anatomy, anatomy. Uh, it's not anatomy. That's not a word. Um, yeah, but people who are not comfortable with that probably not want to listen to this podcast and, and join us on our other ones. Thanks. I'm really pleased to be joined with probably the best injector of male anatomy. And we're going to be talking about all questions male. Male enhancement is a huge field. Um, and I mean that literally, where um, most men have some issue with the size of their penis. They want a bigger penis. Uh, and so we're going to talk about all the questions we have about how you can enhance that, how you can look better. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to talk about this in a non-judgmental way. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, without further ado, here is Jonathan. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, just to give Jonathan a proper introduction, Jonathan's been, um, you know, part, how long have you been with my practice, Jonathan? I think almost four years now. Four years. Yeah. So, um, and, um, you know, we've been doing male enhancement in my office, probably going on about that same point of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, and during that area, Jonathan, by the way, does lots of other areas, uh, not just male enhancement, but um, that's kind of a particular area of expertise where he's really honed on his skills, but is amazing at um, fillers everywhere on the face, um, uh, Botox in the face, laser, skin care, uh, I mean, you name it. And uh, you know, he's a living, breathing example of what we do in the office. And um, um, we won't say Jonathan's age, but... <laughs> um, Can't reveal that. <laughs> uh, but he still looks uh, as young, if not younger than the day I met him. <laughs> Thanks. I'll take all of that. <laughs> okay, so so kind of the first question that uh, patients ask mm-hmm. a lot um, who are thinking about this is, like, what's it like? Does it hurt? Are other people going to know about it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I want to be on the down low about this, yeah. you know, what's it going to be like? Um, it's actually a pretty comfortable procedure. I think um, that's actually one of the biggest questions that we get. That's like right away before we even start. Is it going to hurt? And I always tell them there's a little poke in the beginning, but after that first initial injection, just to get the area numb, it's pretty painless. People are usually listening to music, um, watching Netflix, or you know, we'll chat and have a laugh. Uh, and so that, that first poke, when we're thinking about that, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna happen near the base of the penis. Correct. Um, and then where do you like to go? So I'm, I'm gonna kind of use my hand over in mm-hmm. here. Do you like to go on the very top of the penis or one on the one side, one on the other side of the base or what's your, yeah, your go-to? So if this was like the mons pubis right here, I like to go just a little bit above the shaft on um, both sides. So just on the sides there so I can get 
a really nice like lateral like injection maneuver going up the shaft so as we go up you know it's numbing so it's a little bit more comfortable throughout the whole injection and sometimes they do have to make a, um, a few more entry points just to get some other areas you know that need to be like feathered in but usually it's the two. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say that's probably the most surprising thing mm -hmm. that um, if anyone's ever been, you know, kicked um, in their, you know, say genital region, it's sure. really, really painful. I mean, it's probably one of the more painful things you can do. You, you see people drop down, you see these giants mm -hmm. of men drop down when they're kicked in their, mm -hmm. um, in their nethers. Uh, but surprisingly getting injected with fillers there, easy super super comfortable honestly yeah i mean rating yeah. this compared to other things probably more comfortable than lips would you say more comfortable than lips i would say even more comfortable than than botox itself yeah. so super easy and it's super comfortable and it's a good time it should be a really fun experience you know um during that procedure um one of the other things uh you know, kind of making this comfortable mm -hmm. um it's the difference between using a needle and a cannula can you explain like what a cannula is versus a needle for our viewers? Yeah, absolutely. So a cannula is going to be um, almost like a needle, but instead of it being pointy, it's actually a blunt needle. So it's going to bypass any vessels and cause less trauma internally. While a needle, which sometimes we do have to use through the procedure um, when we're injecting along the corona, which is the head of the penis, that needs to be done with a needle. It cannot be done with a cannula um, just because of the you know, the tenderness of that, that part. Mm -hmm. and, and kind of that follow-up to that question, um, so relatively pain-free. Mm -hmm. um, could you, if you had a partner or you just don't want anyone to know, how discreet can this procedure be? Um, it can be pretty discreet. I think if you and your partner are close, um, I'm sure they're going to see quite a big bulge after the procedure is <laughs> done, which don't we all want. Um, but, you know, there is a little bit of bruising throughout the shaft, but usually that goes away in a couple of days. So if you really wanted to be discreet about it, um, it can happen, definitely. No one will know. So, so let's say your um, you're significant other's away on a vacation. They're coming back, they come back in um, a week, 10 days. Oh, you're good to go. Um, yeah. Will they know? Like, will they know? Can anyone tell that you've had filler in your penis? Um, I think they will definitely know. Um, I think once, you know, the intimacy starts and they feel like things are a little different. And um, I mean, I think that's good for both parties. So always an exciting thing. Um, and I think, um, how about if it's a random partner? So let's say you're single. Okay. And someone says, you know, something's different. I'm, I'm experiencing uh, something with, with, with this new partner for the first mm -hmm. time. Would they know that they've enhanced? No, they will not. It feels very, very natural. It just, just like your own, just enhanced one to two inches more. <laughs> which is, uh, which is cool. So, like, mm -hmm. no scars, no, scars no visible signs of that, mm -hmm. and kind of that key to that, um, you know, smooth male member is is the cannula. Mm -hmm. It is essentially Absolutely. what you're doing is you're finding that that perfect tissue plane. Yep, um, and when you put it in that t tissue plane, it's really just, you're putting it in that layer that's deep enough where it's gonna create that thickness, mm -hmm. um, create that girth. Definitely, it's like, you know, it's a sculpture. You gotta go slow yeah. and really, you know, get it nice and symmetrical throughout. So it's a little bit of process, 30 minutes to an hour it takes sometimes, depending on the anatomy. But, you know, it's a nice piece of art after it's done. <laughs> Let's say the opposite of that question. Mm -hmm. um, someone comes and says, 
I want to see a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And I want to see a difference, um, like what are all the ways that someone can see a difference in their life? So someone says, um, you know, yeah, let's just start with that. Um, I would say if they really, really want to see a difference, I always go at least 10 minimum. 10 syringes is going to be your best bet if you're really wanting to get one to two inches at least in girth. And um, by doing the 10 inches, I mean, right away after the procedure is done, you, you can see a, a big difference when it's flaccid and erect. And there's some guys who are a little hesitant to do a 10. You know, they're like, you know, I kind of want to just try things out. And I'm like, okay, we can do that. Um, we can maybe try maybe three to five syringes and you're still gonna get a little bit of something Maybe not one inch or two inches, but it will still be enough And I think for some people anything is enough, you know, um, it's a little bit of a difference And it's when you mean difference. one or two inches, mm -hmm. um, can you kind of clarify that for our listeners? Yeah, so one to two inches in girth. So this isn't really um, helping anything with length although resting length when the penis is flaccid um, it does appear to be longer, and I think it's due to how much girth um, that was increased. But only girth, one to two inches at least. And mm -hmm. I think resting length, you know, I think most men come in, they care about their performance length. And they say, mm -hmm. you know, how, how large am I going to get? Am I going to be able to please a partner or someone else? But we'll talk about resting length for a little bit. Yeah. Resting length, I think, is really underappreciated because resting mm -hmm. length, you know, if you if you watch a movie, mm -hmm. if you're walking through um, a locker room, even if you're wearing clothes on a day-to-day -day basis, totally. most people don't walk around with an erection all day. Exactly. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are there, <laughs> you might have some, some issues. Problem, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your resting length is something that a lot of people may look at um, and uh, might be a source of you know, potential judgment of wearing the swimsuit. I think it's definitely some areas of... Oh, for sure. Um, you know, like great sweatpants season and stuff like that, you know. We always have, I think all guys have a little bit of a bulge and I think, you know, some guys are more, some guys are more conscious of that than others and, you know, they want to feel confident, they want to feel hyper-masculine and comfortable with themselves. So, you know, sometimes just a little bit goes a really long way for some, um, some gentlemen. Do you look if someone has at their bones, Jonathan? Um, you know, I, I can't help my <laughs> eyes just kind of sometimes wander <laughs> when it's gray sweatpants season. <laughs> uh, actually, I think sometimes uh, people are, it's one of those things you're taught not to look. Mm -hmm. However, um, it's just the nature. I think men judge each other. For sure. And just like women judge men. And I don't think anyone says they look, but in some ways. A quick glimpse. They kind of look, <laughs> yeah, and that's that part of, of looking at that, and um, mm -hmm. so that's that's that benefit of resting length, saying, "Oh wow, uh, this person, yeah. what's the term? Packing? Yeah, this term. <laughs> this person is packing, and how do I get that? You know? <laughs> and I think a lot of guys don't know what's out there for them. There's so many procedures for women, and maybe not a whole lot for guys in the cosmetic world. So you know, we finally got something for us, and you know, only for us. Yeah, and even that resting length, just to kind of kind of take on that point, you know, mm -hmm. there's actually underwear designed for men, which yes. again, it's kind of like a wonder bra for women, but I think a little bit more um, deceptive is that mm -hmm. you can wear underwear that actually has the shape of a penis. It actually has an outline. Is it a plastic outline? Or? It's like a, almost like a little, how would you say, like almost like a sock in a way, you know? And it just, they have them a lot in bathing suits and... Um, and obviously, like you said, underwear, and it is a little deceptive for sure. Like it, 
it makes it really, really big and like super just like fine and like circular, like a little cup. <laughs> and uh, I think that's that part where, again, um, you're not supposed to look, but again, if it's a ballet dance, the men... For sure. They're always packing a little bulge there. Um, and even even underwear models. That's kind mm -hmm. of one of those trade secrets. For sure. And I'm sure that's enhanced with, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, Photoshop and stuff too. And the, the tricky part there, though, is let's say things go to the next level. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, you're with your partner in an intimate set setting. Um, you know, if they're expecting something and something's not behind it, then there could be a problem. Yeah, and that's when you got to decide, do I stay or leave? <laughs> <laughs> do we end this dinner now? <laughs> um, and going to that, that question, so um, you're talking about resting length. Uh, how about performance? So, so mm -hmm. someone says, I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm excited about resting part of this. Um, what does it feel like? You know, someone saying you know, the difference between um, you're talking to partners and partners' experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the difference between someone who's done this procedure mm -hmm. versus, you know, and, and versus they have, let's say, maybe 20 syringes or 30 syringes? Mm -hmm. What are the reactions they're getting from their partners? What are the reactions from the, the guys who are getting this mm -hmm. when they're talking to you? So I'm going to kind of just speak openly. So what my patients yeah. have said to me. So um, excuse the terminology. But um, a lot of the guys, when they first get this done and then they finally are intimate with their, their partner. So I would say you know, the female or male, they will notice a difference as they're like, they tell me that they're sore or, you know, it's very verbal, like, oh my God, like this really worked. Like I can feel the difference, <laughs> you know, like it's kind of hurting me. Um, you, you can take that as a good thing or bad thing, but I'm sure it's, it hurts so good. <laughs> um, so it's, it's just kind of like one of those things. Like I think people who, who get the procedure, they're super, super satisfied. There's some wives that are like, don't fill it up anymore. It's too big. Yeah. And I mean, that's what we really want to hear. We love, we love that. Um, but I mean, you know, 20, 30 syringes. I mean, I think now we're going with the monster and <laughs> you gotta be careful at that time. <laughs> and, and I think that's the cool thing because I, I, I think it's hard for a partner to talk to another person and say, you know yes. what, I, I love my partner. We've gone through this journey together. And um, I wish, you know, my fantasy would be for you to change this part of your anatomy. Um, and I think we should all be proud of our bodies. And whether mm -hmm. we change this or not change this, there's so many ways, you know, intimate, there's, there's, there's literally mm -hmm. uh, books written thousands of years ago about tantric sex. And, yes. um, and so there's so many ways to please a partner. Mm -hmm. However, if this is an area that brings, you know, someone insecurity and you feel like you can't do anything about it, at least there's, mm -hmm. there's an option. Uh, totally. I think it's all about that, like open communication, you know, and what kind of things you like, what do you want to experience? As long as you keep that open communication, I think, you know, both parties are going to be really good. Um, so let's say you, you do this. How often do you have to keep doing this? Like, let's say um, mm -hmm. you say, I, I'm going to enhance my penis. I'm going to use mm -hmm. um, 20 centimeter filler. Mm -hmm. um, how often do patients end up coming back to you, um, uh, aside from the ones you want to keep going? Yeah, which, which I would say almost every guy has come back that I have done, and it has been to do more, always more. And they're really, obviously they're super satisfied because they're coming back. But at the same time though, it's also doing a little bit of corrections because as you inject, you know, filler kind of migrates a little bit and stuff like that. So, you know, we're kind of fine tuning and creating the perfect sculpture. And um, when you come back, we add more and we get it absolutely 100% perfect. So if we're talking about, you know, the perfect 
size penis. Actually, I think the perfect size penis is one that makes someone feel confident in themselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's like this ambiguous goal. And then also makes their partner, let's say, desire them more. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so what do I look? You know, my aesthetic's going to be different than, you know, what someone else will look for. Um, so what I'm looking for is I like that hung look, you know, where the, the, the penis actually is, instead of going straight out, mm -hmm. the head of the penis kind of goes down at rest. So mm -hmm. it creates kind of that little curve. Mm -hmm. um, I like the girth uh, of the penis to be large enough so it doesn't fit even in an extra, extra large condom. Mm -hmm. That sounds like it's unobtainable, but I mean, but it's only what a millimeter difference or something like that. Yeah, so it's, it's really not that much yeah. difference between a regular mm -hmm. condom and an extra extra large condom. Mm -hmm. And I think those differences between men of what they think is regular and what's super normal mm -hmm. isn't that much different. Mm -hmm. And you know, and again, if you can get an inch difference in your girth, that's like beyond like mm -hmm. that's ginormous, and that's like. Um, you, you're going to see that huge difference. Oh, absolutely. So I think perfect is something where you feel confident, you feel like you're pleasing someone, your partner's happy, mm -hmm. um, and um, it's going to change in that part. Absolutely. Every guy, gay, straight, bi, they all want the same thing. In um, and actually, mm -hmm. I think that's that's true. That's one of the things that you know we notice is that mm -hmm. you know you know I think there's less differences between. From people, mm -hmm. even sexual orientation between, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, straight men versus gay men, they kind of want the same thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, do you notice a difference? And is this more straight men doing this, more gay men, or is it kind of a mix? Um, I want to say a lot of the guys that I have done so far have been straight. Um, I do get a few of my LGBT community guys, but I mean, it's it's more so just my straight guys that are really looking for it, but. Not to say, like I said, it's a mixture usually, but. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I think again, it goes with the thought that again, men yeah. all want to be their best version of themselves, whatever that is. Absolutely, a little bit of enhancement doesn't hurt anyone. So if you didn't want to do filler, let's say you say, I, um, I'm at home and I'm listening to this and okay. I kind of want to just make my penis look the largest it can for my partner. What are some things I can do to make my penis look bigger without actually making it bigger? Okay, well, there are some things that you can do. There's penis pumping, you know, that will help increase um, that blood flow and get you that girth. And there's, there's also these like little in, um, exercises that you can do that you can actually put weights and hang them from the tip of the penis, but you have to sit at the edge of the bed and that's like for maybe 15, 20 minutes at a time. So I hope you have a good show. <laughs> and you can do those stretching exercises. But I wanna say filler is super safe. And I actually would make the argument that filler is safer than those exercises. Absolutely. Because the way those techniques work, um, mm -hmm. so with, uh, with stretching, and mm -hmm. in some societies they call it jelking. Mm -hmm. They actually try to like overly stretch the penis. Is they're basically trying to stretch the ligaments. Mm -hmm. um, you can actually damage the penis. Versus with, um, you know, with filler, there, again, theoretically you can damage the penis as well, but mm -hmm. knock on whatever, we've never really... Never. Um, and there's such a great blood supply, it's reversible, you know, what we're putting in there. So mm -hmm. it's one of the safest things you can do versus if you overly stretch your ligament, um, you know, it's, it sometimes can lead to some damage. So this is something that you're doing this at home, maybe in an untrained setting. Mm -hmm. um, so I would 
say the other things, other things you can do to make your penis look bigger, um, lose weight. Absolutely. Yes. Um, anytime you have a lot of weight that can kind of overhang, mm -hmm. um, the penis would be another um, thing I think you could do. Um, so being at your best shape. And I think so much in general, so many things we do when you're at your best shape, you will, you'll look your best and you know, your male member will look better. Mm -hmm. And, um, the other issue with being, um, having more weight on board is that men tend to release more estrogen, uh, with fat. And so by having less fat, you have less estrogen and more testosterone, mm -hmm. um, which again can make everything kind of work better and so forth. Um, so, um, uh, what about laser hair? Can you make a penis look bigger with laser hair removal? I want to say absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes when you have like a, a bush down there and you know, if you're, if you're rocking the seventies look, that's all good. But sometimes by, you know, kind of just tailoring it a little bit along the shaft, it does make the penis look a lot more like vibrant and bigger. Yeah. Um, those sh shaft hairs, which, mm -hmm. um, a lot of men have hair along the shaft. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to look like you're connected to your mom's pubis. Absolutely. So by kind of, if you're trying to gain, if someone said, I want to gain an instant, um, you know, three, four millimeters, that might be that great way. So whether you use something like, um, what, what's the men, men, manscaping? What's the brand that they, um, Oh, I think it's called Manscaped. Manscaped. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Manscaped. There's literally a whole company devoted to manscaping, mm -hmm. um, designed so you don't snip yourself down there. Um, is that necessary? Um, it, it, it actually makes a big difference because if you've ever clipped yourself, it hurts like hell, but that one, um, surprisingly it, it doesn't clip you at all. So it's, it's actually really, really nice. But I mean, you've tried you, it. I have tried it. You don't have to use that though. I mean, you can use a regular, but what like, do they Gillette. give you? I have, I'm so curious. I have not tried. Um... So, um, what I got, it was just like the, um, the actual, just like the little handle to it. Mm -hmm. And then they give you a few, like, um, what is it called? Disposable, like piece head pieces. So is and it like a manual shave or is it electric? It's like an electric shave, but I mean, it has the, uh, the like guards. The, little, the guards, you know, and they're disposable. So, so can you do your, um, your scrotum? You can do your scrotum. You can it doesn't do your, clip it. No, your How? gooch, everything. Yeah. I, it just, it has like some protection on, on the blades and it just doesn't do it. I'm sure it can happen if you like really get in the, in those edges, but I mean, it has yet to happen to me. And you can get as close as a shave. You can or... get, you can get pretty close. I mean, if you're wanting to do a nice trim, you know, it's perfect. It's perfect. But then you got to get your razor to really, you know, so for take... the shaft, it might not be close enough to what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll check it out. But nice, nice, you know, it's a nice little tailoring. How, how long do those, does that kit last for? Um, like a month, maybe even more, just depending on how much you're shaving. Yeah. <laughs> Every three days. And then you're, and you're like, <laughs> I mean, hey. But then you might be a candidate for laser hair removal. If that's maybe it. if we're in Miami, it only lasts a week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so that's another way, um, uh, that they kind of men talk about. Um, also I want to say, um, some guys ask me about discoloration. So fixing um, some of that hyperpigmentation that's like along the shaft. I think all guys have a little bit of discoloration and I always, I actually do Pico on some of my patients and surprisingly after like three or four treatments, you can see a big difference in the lightning. Um, and so Pico is kind of a, it's a type of laser. It's a little bit faster for, for listeners um, than a regular laser and it kind of, it's 
works really on sensitive skin areas. Mm -hmm. um, uh, does that make a difference, you think, in the way the penis looks overall? Um, I definitely think so. Um, you, sometimes that hyperpigmentation, aesthetically, when you're looking at it, can make it maybe not so pleasing to the eye, but once you have everything kind of balanced and the tone is like even, it makes it look much more put together and, you know, anything to make it look 100% perfect. And I, I guess kind of the word I would use is clean. Clean, exactly. And when people are down there, mm -hmm. like any sort of bump, any sort of discoloration, any sort mm -hmm. of thing is going to look like is something wrong here, which is going to be a red eye. Exactly. Uh, versus if um, everything looks clean and perfect, we're less worried about maybe an infection or something. And you're looking at a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say someone comes in and says, I want to do, you know, filler's nice and all, but I want to do something permanent. I've heard about implants. Mm -hmm. I've heard about surgery. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Seems like if filler is easy enough, surgery would be like a nice permanent solution. You do it once, you're done. Mm -hmm, definitely. But the thing with, um, let's just say the silicone implant, it, the penis does not feel natural. It feels hard and it feels very augmented. And I would suggest going the filler route 100% because not only that it's reversible, it's super safe. The implant, you can have rejections. You can have all these scars along the penis. It doesn't make for a, a pretty sight. And if you're wanting to, you know, be natural and look good, I, I would, I wouldn't go that route. Yeah, and I think if you're thinking about implants, there's really mm -hmm. a couple ways of going. Mm -hmm. um, if first of all, the question is, can you have a what's called a spontaneous erection, a natural erection? If you can have a natural erection, mm -hmm. you should not do an implant. And I'll, I'll say that in bold letters because mm -hmm. the problem is, once you put an implant in it's for the most part you really cannot do you cannot have a normal natural erection mm -hmm. and the reason is uh, anatomically what happens is you put a scar at the base of the penis from that scar you're basically putting the implant in your corpus cavernosa mm -hmm. that's where your penis fills up with blood during an erection um, the filler is going to be superficial to that so if you put an implant in your penis isn't necessarily bigger it's just like it's erect all the time. Mm -hmm. If you put filler in, you're actually going around your corpus cavernosum. So when you do get an erection, your penis is gonna be even bigger than it normally is. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you can have an erection, I think filler is a better route. If you can't have an erection, then I actually don't think filler is a good option because mm -hmm. you, you want something that's gonna work and I think that's where an implant can work. Interestingly enough, like Jonathan mentioned, implants only last for about um, like eight to ten years is what they're they're kind of warranting for. Uh, if you have a silicone implant, it's actually almost like a, a wire. Mm -hmm. When you're ready to perform, you just stretch it up. Mm -hmm. And when you're not ready to perform, bend it back down. And I don't know if that really uh, that doesn't that doesn't do it for you, John. No, no way. Mm -mm. Um, and then the other other implant they do is sometimes the inflatable implant where they can usually attach it to your scrotum or sometimes mm -hmm. hide it in your stomach. You pump it up and, and put fluid in there. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, same issues with that. Um, again, you're not going to get a size necessarily in natural uh, resting um, girth mm -hmm. and length with that or even your a performance state, but you are going to be able to have an erection. Uh, but if you're normally having erections, it doesn't really make sense. Mm -hmm. um, what about surgery? What about like um, some guys talk about doing fat transfers, we've seen a number of patients with that, um, or patients who've tried to like mm -hmm. cut the skin and put a skin transfer and release everything. Your thoughts on that? So 
Um, I have a few patients who have had fat transfer, and I'll I'll tell you that they said if they could go back, that they would not get the fat transfer um, done. And the reason is because it's too squishy, and it doesn't feel hard like when you have your natural erection without anything in there. So um, that's the biggest thing. And when we we can kind of help a little bit with that by what we inject. You know, sometimes a filler can make it a little bit more robust and stronger. Um, but that those fat cells in there um, just make it too squishy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's about that. T it's, it's the way it feels, and mm -hmm. it's not just the way it looks. And again, you're going to have a much more risky experience with fat. Mm -hmm. um, and with fat, um, you can see a little bit of um, sometimes differences in that. And then just as important is for this penis to work. It's not just how it looks. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, most of our patients want to use it, mm -hmm. and um, if it's going to feel soft, that's not the feeling the um, the partner's going to want to feel. They're going to want to feel something firmer. Mm -hmm. um, and the other technique that's sometimes used is the surgery technique where they cut the skin, release the blood vessels, you stretch things forward. I think that's really risky. I mean, mm -hmm. if things go wrong there, you can basically lose your penis and you're dealing with... So um, I think the benefit of uh, a filler is it's really, um, you know, for the most part... Super safe. Yeah, it's reversible mm -hmm. if you don't like it, which... Um, have you ever reversed, uh, let's think about this, have you ever reversed a patient, they've come in and said, you know what, I don't like it, get rid of all my filler down there? I have reversed um, a patient um, with filler from another physician that they didn't give them proper instructions, which is the most important is to massage after. Do you think they used a needle? Or they, you... they did use a needle. Um, and I think that's that plane that we're thinking about. Mm -hmm. um, Unless you have the right cannula and the right technique, this is really important, another bold point. Um, so first of all, don't inject yourself with something, with filler or something. You're gonna right. screw it up and you're gonna look horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, and then don't go to someone who really doesn't do a lot of filler down there, mm -hmm. because unless you're in that perfect tissue plane, which is, it's actually right below the skin. It's like in that scarpa, dartos area. Unless you feel that second pop with the right um, cannula, then you actually have to use the right type of cannula to get in that smooth plane mm -hmm. to kind of work there. Um, and so if you're in that area, you're going to have a smooth, um, you know, much more likely to have a nice smooth result mm -hmm. versus with a needle. I don't think it's possible. If someone said, get 10 syringes, inject me with filler there. I wouldn't do it with a needle. No way. It's just not going to work. It's a little too risky too. You can go too deep, occlude a blood vessel. Yeah. Cannula is the way to go. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is about fun, keeping this safe. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, for many of our patients, it's just like, hey, I'm gonna look better at, I'm gonna look better naked without mm -hmm. clothes on. I'm gonna look better. I'm gonna perform better mm -hmm. and look better erect. Um, my partner should not only see a difference, mm -hmm. but I, feel a difference. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. um, all right, cool. Uh, any any last thoughts here? I want to say, if you're thinking about doing it, you know. Do your research, obviously, but, you know, come in for an appointment. We can schedule a consultation and, you know, go over your goals and do measurements and, you know, see what we can do to make you happy and confident. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. It's just a non-judgmental part about it mm -hmm. uh, because um, a lot of men uh, think about this and it's something that's on their mind. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you've seen so all many. Yeah. all different kinds, all different sizes, and everyone wants the same thing, is they just want to feel good about themselves. And, you know, 
that during that consultation, that's what we talk about. We talk about our goals and, you know, what we can achieve with a 10 or, or less and go from there, you know? Yeah, I think that, that non-judgmental, hey, let's be the best version of ourselves mm-hmm. and kind of getting there. And I think that's the, um, that's the fun thing. So um, to me, that's the most exciting thing, the thing I love about plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a, um, whether it's a penis mm-hmm. or a nose or a neck or a wrinkle or a line, if there's something that doesn't make you as confident as you are, mm-hmm. and you can sort of say, hey, I wish I could wave a magic wand mm-hmm. and make this what I want it to be, um, you know, within reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the beauty of plastics is we can be the best version of ourselves. Absolutely. Yes. Love went to that. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jonathan. Yes. Thank you for having me. Love yeah. it. And I'll see you about five minutes. In cl- no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Masters of Beauty. If you like this episode and don't want to miss out on the next, be sure to subscribe right here where you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you really want to help the show out, leave us a five-star review and a comment or possible topics that you would love to hear Dr. Shaw discuss. We love hearing from you. To find out the latest updates from Dr. Shaw and Shaw Aesthetics, you can follow us on Instagram at Shaw Aesthetics and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Shaw. You can find these links and any other links mentioned by Dr. Shaw and his guests during this episode in the show notes. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Masters of Beauty.